What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Daylight Podcast. Got a, another Monday interview for you guys today. Joe's joining me on this one. What's hey, up, brother? What's up? What's up? When's the last time you sat in on an interview? It's been a while. It's been a while since you invited me. Oh wow, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I always do the. I always try to do the interviews in the daytime, and these yeah these slackers. That, that well, I set this one up, so so that that helps. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's uh, let's bring in our guests. We got some new intro music that we debuted uh, last week. So uh... <laughs> Joe, why don't you give the intro since you set this one up? So yeah, we got, I just came back from a golf trip with Dan, Trey, and Julian. Number one place I've always wanted to visit on a golf trip. Love this dude's photography. Um, this is Billy from Carolina Pines Golf. What's up, guys? Welcome to the show, sir. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Um, you know, I was, was really pumped when Joe reached out and, and definitely wanted to join and, and been following you guys for a while. I think... You had uh, reposted something of mine, I think, I don't know, a couple of years ago, maybe now. Um, <laughs> we're close to it. It's definitely over a year ago. And I know we got connected then, and I've been following you guys out, out in the Vegas area scene ever since. Right on. Well, appreciate that. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Huge fan of your work. Uh, for listeners of the podcast, they've, I, I've said it like every month, probably. Like North Carolina was one of those places I wanted to go. Um, it was the top of my list and you know, your, your photography and your posts are super inspiring, incredible work that you do. And, you know, just kind of motivated me and we finally checked it off the list a couple of weeks ago and it was more than, more than I expected. It was incredible. That's awesome, man. And that, that encompasses, you know, everything that we, that I personally, and, and we love to hear um, about, you know, what we were trying to show off really is the awesome golf in this area. And, you know, hearing stories like that, which we do, we get DMs all the time about people coming and, you know, whether they've made the trip already or they're getting ready to make the trip. They want to know what course is, they, you know, do we have the right list? Should we switch some stuff out? And yeah. you really, it's tough to go wrong down here. And I never want to steer people away from a place. There's just so many great options. Right. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad you finally made it. Yeah, me too. Um, so where are you based out of? And if you want to just mention where you're based out of and what you're doing with Carolina Pines Golf and, you know, how you got started. Um, yeah. Give um, us the elevator pitch. Yeah, for sure. So uh, it's um, I'm based out of Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm originally from from upstate New York, so I'm not a Carolina boy originally. Um, but when I moved down here, I wasn't a big golfer, but I needed you know a way to get outside. And um, I had some buddies that were playing and you know, got into it, got hooked, got the bug. Um, and, you know, just started to realize that this, this area was just a, a hotbed for, for awesome golf, good value. And then, you know, Pinehurst, um, being so close, you know, there was a whole nother element of, uh, awesome uh, golf that was really accessible. Right. So I kind of just fell in love with it and, uh, started getting onto social media and taking some pictures with my iPhone and posting stuff on my regular account. Um, but quickly realized that, I was probably doing a little bit too much and maybe it was, you know, <laughs> overloading my, my normal friends with golf picks all the time. So I created this, this account called Carolina Pines and really why I called it Carolina Pines is because you don't have pine trees like they do down here. These long leaf pines uh, where I, where I'm from originally in New York, um, they, it's just a totally different look. Uh, and 
I think they just they're they're fascinating and they they look awesome and and I think they're a huge characteristic of a lot of the golf courses down here, right? You see them just lined with those and uh, the needles everywhere and and so that that's kind of the the whole thing behind how the name started. So we called it Carolina Pines and started putting our, our iPhone pictures there for you know six months or so and then uh, obviously you know started following guys. Um, and other accounts like the fried egg, no laying up and, and seeing what they were doing. And, and, and uh, you know, Jeff Marsh was another guy and um, just really awesome stuff that they were putting together, the videos and, and really the drone stuff. It was like this, it looks so cool from the sky. Like yeah. golf courses look amazing. And I'm like, man, I'd love to get one of those someday. Um, and finally I saw a video and I think early 2020 timeframe, um, that the fried egg posted, I'm like, I'm going to buy a drone next weekend. I'm going to buy an entry level <laughs> drone and uh, you know, I'm going to dip my toe in the water and see what happens. And I bought it and I crashed it in the first 48 hours and I had to send it back to DJI and, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then I never, I haven't crashed one since knock on wood. Um, uh, but you, you know, go. that's, that's kind of how it started. Um, and we started, you know, just kind of, uh, taking pictures and, and, and going about the process from there. And, um, you know, originally I, I don't have any background in photography, um, kind of just worked my way through it and taught myself, uh, you know, kind of how to fly it and, and, and that whole thing. And, um, yeah, so it's been a journey, a, an evolution, uh, one that I try, haven't really tried to rush too much and just kind of let it happen organically. So, um, yeah, but shit, man, you're doing a good job. No, I appreciate it. And it's, it's kind of like a side, you know, side hobby right now. It's not, you know, a full-time gig for me, but, um, you know, I really enjoy working with a couple of courses in the area on a regular basis, you know, like some of the ones that you guys just visited for sure. Um, yeah. you know, tobacco road, mid pines, pine needle, Southern pines, uh, pinehurst, mm -hmm. you know, I, I mean, being so close to them, it, it definitely has helped grow the account, obviously, because there's great golf courses to show off. So as much as I like to think that I'm a, a uh, really good photographer. I have really good golf courses to, to take pictures of. So that definitely helps. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, I would argue that those courses out there really fit like for drone pictures, like the natural landscapes and then the shadows that the pines create, yeah. like the pictures that those courses you're able to get out there. It's just insane. Like, yeah, it's, it's incredible. unique. And, and, you know, there's a lot, there's some variety. I mean, as far as, you know, so, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into talking about your trip and, and, and the courses that you played, but, you know, you've got your traditional, you know, Sandhill style, um, Pinehursty type courses like that you would find at the resort or, or at, you know, mid pines and pine needles that Donald mm -hmm. Ross style. And then you've got other courses like tobacco road that look nothing like what you see at Pinehurst yet. It's so close to there. And, and a place like that where it's less corridor -y, it's a little bit more opened up um really shoots well because you can see all the different holes and, and and the movement of the land and it's it's awesome so it's uh yeah it's been fun so this is i think year three of the account and we've got some fun stuff planned um you know hopefully more travel and more courses and and maybe even some some new forms of uh i guess engagement and, and, and media um trying to tell some more stories about the places we're going to visit. So maybe a little bit beyond social, uh, just Instagram stuff. So. Awesome. Okay. So I I've heard you say we a bunch of times is how many, how many people are actually involved? In it's uh, it's, 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 it's just me. 
Uh, the collective uh, we. You know, uh, the collective, collective we. we. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's some other folks behind the scenes that I have, you know, helping me out with a couple of things here and there um, that want to be involved and, and that, you know, and enjoy the photography and the videography aspect of stuff but that I'll pull in and friends that you know, I'll get the opportunity to go on a trip to do some shooting that I'll bring with me that want to get involved and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, but, but mostly, mostly, yeah, mostly mean, me the, behind the camera always and, and definitely <laughs> with the editing. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, you kind of have a zone where you're, you're so lucky to have, you know, it, and I think golf, like photography, has just exploded in the past few years. Like, like you said, um, Jeff Marsh, you got Kyle yeah. Walton. Like, Sweet Spot does a great oh, yeah. job. Um, what's the dude in Frisco? He's he's amazing. There's so many. Evan Schiller, Brian Orr. We've had Brian Chandler Orr on podcast Benjamin. before. Chandler All these Benjamin. guys were, you know, and you, yeah. Yeah, you're dialed in on that area, though. I don't, you you got your zone covered, you which know? is which is you know yeah, it's it's unique. I mean, I mean, they're all those guys are. I, I don't even put myself in the same class as a lot of those guys because they've been doing it as a profession for so long, and 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 you know they're they're elite at what they do, and you can tell the difference when you really look at mm -hmm. their their images. I mean, they're they're incredibly crisp, and um, but you know, I think. I've looked at what they do and drew inspiration from a lot of it and then tried to evolve and see, you know, see how I could put my own touch on stuff. And, um, you know, and I've, I've, I've talked with some of those guys and messaged with some of those guys and, you know, guys like Jeff, he's been, you know, super supportive of, of, you know, the journey and, and giving me great mm -hmm. feedback about, you know, where I was and where I'm, where I'm at now and hopefully where we go in the future. So, but, um, yeah, it's it seems like it's just a great community it's, overall that you know kind of really su supports great people. community. Yeah, it's wild because I I was in I did freelance photography before I got into golf, and one of the reasons I like resonated with the golf community so much was how willing other golfers are to help other golfers, whether it be with the blog when I started it, or with a swing tip, or you know helping to get a tee times, and the photography's community was just nothing but a bunch of assholes and it was <laughs> it was really tough you know it was and and i get it you know it, it's their livelihood and when you you have something figured out and it's niche and people are thrilled about it you don't want to give that information out so it's good to hear that like the golf photography community is is at least res has a little bit more respect for each other. yeah i mean and, and you know i i wouldn't even say that i'm embedded into it the, the fabric of it too, too, too deeply. Right. Um, because it's, it's, you know, definitely something that is a, a side project for me. And, and, you know, I kind of do stay in, in my region down here. Right. I haven't been too far out, but I've, you know, the, the folks that I've talked to have been nothing but supportive and I haven't really run into any of that, that type of stuff. And, um, so, so yeah, I mean, and, and I think, you know, it, it people network a lot and it, it, you're, you're able to get exposure to new places, new opportunities, whether it's, not just courses, but brands, you know, want to do shoots out on golf courses and stuff like that. And, um, so, you know, I think you gotta, gotta stay open-minded. Yeah. 100%. Even every time I message any of the golf photographers and I'm not a golf photographer, um, you know, they're always super welcoming and, you know, answering my messages and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great community. All those guys are awesome. Um, so you said you're looking at, you're looking into the future. Are you trying to expand your region or are you, you looking to travel, do golf more, more golf travel and take pictures and 
uh, footage elsewhere? Yeah, definitely. You know, trying to get outside of Raleigh and Pinehurst more um, this year and, and try to get into South Carolina more and, and, and try to feature some of the great golf that's down there in Myrtle Beach and, and Charleston. And, and, you know, there's some new courses being built in the uh, in the Columbia area. Um, so uh, I know Broom Sedge, uh, Kyle Franz is doing. Dude, Broom Sedge. Like... Yeah, that place... It, the routing looks that. awesome. Um, looks like an absolute fun park. Like I think I don't know how many split fairways I saw, but there's it just looks ridiculous. Um, and yeah, I think uh, old uh, old Barnwell looks really really cool too. Um, the the work that yeah, they did that there. Too. So yeah. I, I know all those are private clubs. So you know, hopefully one way we'll find our way way out there. But there's so much good <laughs> good public golf even available in the Myrtle Beach area alone. Um, if you guys are ever interested in the future and looking to get back to the Carolinas, that's a, a great, great area where there's so much golf and it's, it's pretty affordable too, I would say. I mean, it definitely won't break the bank, um, going out there. So, yeah. Uh, but, but new, I'm so jealous when I hear new courses, no, we're done. There's never going to be a new golf course in Vegas again. Well, they're not, they're not building a ton lately, I guess, but, but I mean, we, we've been fortunate in the Carolinas where we're getting, you know, those, uh, those, and then obviously with the news out of Pinehurst with, with Tom Doak and Pinehurst number 10, yeah. um, that definitely got people fired up, I think. Um, so Whew. that'll be, that'll be fun. And I, I hope to get down there and kind of see, you know, some of that come together, um, potentially, uh, you know, maybe some of these other properties too, as they're, as they're being built and, and put up some photos of, of kind of that process and, you know, uh, a little bit of that. So that would be cool. Yeah. I would, I would have loved to get down to, um, the dope course just to check it out and just maybe try and walk some of the ground. Um, that opens what next spring they're looking forward to you. So you, do you have a relationship with Pinehurst? Um, nothing formal. Um, you know, we've definitely, okay. uh, you know, done some shared posts and things like that in the past. And, and, you know, I've shared content with them that I've taken on their, on their, uh, their property, but they're, they're super supportive. Um, you know, their marketing group is, as I've chatted with them a bunch and they're awesome. Um, but nothing, you know, formal yet. And, and a lot of it is because I'm a one man band and I haven't pushed a ton of stuff yet. Uh, you, you know, right. but I'm trying to get a little bit more organized with that this year and, and, um, you know, kind of put a media kit together and, and, you know, kind of reaching out to a couple, uh, places where, where I know I have the time to do it. Um, I don't want it to become a, a full-time job within when I already have a full-time job, but, um, <laughs> you know, and, and take away the fun. Cause you know, you still have to get home and, and edit the content and get it out there. And, and, uh, Oh man. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I was just, I was just asking because the new course is coming and then, uh, the U S open returns to Pinehurst next year. So yeah, maybe we see some Carolina Pines U.S. Open uh, content coming. <laughs> that would be safe. awesome, you know. And and um, so you know, I I like I said, I try to keep developing what we're building here and, and keep growing it organically. Keep it, you know, of, of the ethos of that you guys have seen, and hopefully for why you liked it initially. And um, you know, try to partner with with brands like that that I think people resonate with, and and uh, that would be awesome to do some more stuff with those guys. So hopefully. I can assure you that there will be U.S. Open content, um, regardless of whether it's with 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 yeah. Pinehurst officially or not. Um, we've got plenty of of content on Pinehurst number two that we'll be ramping up on awesome. uh, ahead of twenty twenty four for sure. So, so Sweet. do you get more pumped about playing a course out there or doing the the aerial and the photography? That's a great question. I, I would say um, 
it's 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 damn close. Um, I love playing golf, but I also love uh, being in a you know a, a nice afternoon when I know you know you're gonna have great light and a nice course, and I've got the drone all charged up and we're ready to go. And so I, I really like both. I I don't shoot and play at the same time because I'm not a great golfer to begin with, and I need all the focus I can get. Um, <laughs> You know, and, and I also don't want my, my drone to end up in a tree again. So I, I usually shoot before or after the round or, you know, um, some days I just won't shoot at all. And, and if I, you know, if I go to a places like, you know, say Tobacco Road or a place that I know I have a, a hard drive full of footage of, um, I could probably afford to leave the camera home some days. But, um, yeah. you know, so it, 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 it depends. But um, but but yeah. So being in rally, you're what, like an hour and 15 minutes away, right? How often are you getting down to that area? Do you go weekly or? Yeah. So it's, it really depends on the time of the year. I, I mean, this time of year, it's, it's probably twice a month just because of it's cold and you know, there's, there's not a whole lot going on. Um, I'm working a lot yeah. during the week, but um, I'd say, you know, quite a, I'd say a, a couple times a month for sure. Once, once it gets nicer out, I mean, and tobacco roads only 45 minutes. So that's, that's easy to shoot down to. Um, Ooh, nice. I've gone down there plenty just to shoot photography and not even, uh, play in, you know, the late afternoon, early evening hours. Um, so it's, yeah, I mean, it's I'd be down there every week. Yeah. And, and they're, again, you know, their, their marketing group and their ownership team has been super supportive of, of the work that I've done. I, mean, I think obviously it helps them, um, you know, market uh, the golf course. And I think it, it, it also helps me grow the account because of people love the, of the course, love to see the, the photos and the videos of it. So I think it's a, it's a win-win in that regard. Um, but they, you know, allow me to get, to get out there and, and, and go and, and later in the afternoon, usually, especially like you, you get nobody on the, on the front nine at that point, you can kind of mm -hmm. really get out there and, and do some fun stuff. So. Yeah. The tobacco road was Awesome. I mean, I don't think I've ever played a course like that, like just super like mad professor. You know, the the routing was kind of funky. You're like, where do I go next at, at points? But man, what what Strance did on that piece of land and um, the holes he created. And it's just a it's a blast, man. That place was so much it's like fun. a painting at points when you're looking at it. You're like, man, like you could. Yeah, see yeah, totally. How he did it. It's just it's incredible. I mean, Ross, like you said, I think we were talking through text message. Uh, he was the routings that he put together were pretty incredible. But um, mm. the way that Strantz, you know, blind his, I mean, it's, he's an artist. It was incredible what he did there. Yeah, totally. Just, just totally created something that's just magic. It was, it's so good. Got to get back there. I mean, the whole day when we were playing, we were just like this is amazing this is so much fun we like on hole three we're like we have to come back yeah you know before we even finish the front nine we're like we got to come it back. is a cool yeah. and uh, tobacco road was like super hyped up for me i've been wanting to play there for years and it was so hyped and it exceeded all of my expectations. really good that's good to hear yeah i mean it definitely is very hyped from for everybody now i mean the secrets far out on that course that's been it's it's people like me that's that's part of the problem because we're putting it all over social media right <laughs> but um the secret's out and uh but it's good when it when when you have a place like that and it still lives up to to what it's supposed to be and it should i mean it's totally it's, you know every i've probably played it 50 times at least and and it's still you know i'll, I'll by the third tee i'll be like man this place is just ridiculous <laughs> can't believe you know that this it's is just this, so creative yeah. man 
Absolutely. So I, I'm bringing a group there in um, end of March. Uh, all three guys who haven't played out of towners that are coming in. Um, and I just love playing the course with people who haven't played it before because it's just they walk around with their jaw on the floor the whole time. And they just can't believe that they're golfing across <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, that place is just so good. And that opening, it's just like, welcome. <laughs> How you doing? You know, welcome to the playground. Like, you know, <laughs> nice to see you. The Jurassic sure. Park moment. Yeah, so good. <laughs> so where else did you guys get uh, get a chance to check off the list? So yeah, we did. Um, I've been wanting to play Mid Pines for a long time. Um, well, after Tobacco Road, we went and did the Cradle. First experience at Pinehurst, all that history in the clubhouse, which is incredible. Um, yeah. Then we the next day we did Mid Pines and Pine Needles 36 that day, which um, being a big fan of No Laying Up, you know, I watched most of their videos and, and they did... Uh, I think oh, they yeah. did a tour of sauce out there and, you know, they kind of, they're so good with their words, like how they hype up courses and how accurately they describe them in a non like normal way. They're so good at that, especially Neil, but mid pines, I was really stoked on. I did not expect it to be as hard as it was. Dude. That place was the toughest course that we played. I think it was even tougher than tobacco road. Um, oh, yeah. but we did mid pines oh, yeah. then we did yeah then we played pine needles and then uh your suggestion which forever grateful forever southern pines <laughs> um that yeah. we we hit uh, the t on number four and we all looked at each other like how did we get here this is this is the greatest you know it was just so good yeah I mean, all the place golf down there was amazing it is, and it's we're we're super spoiled. But I mean, having that come out of uh, I don't want to say come out of nowhere, right? Because it's been around since 1906. So, and and you know, it was a staple. <laughs> it's a staple golf course for the village of Southern Pines and and the community and the everyday golfer in the area. That was their that was their still is their home course, right? And right. Uh, when when the Elks Club owned it, and um, and it was, but it was the bones of what you saw. They were it was always there. Um, it was a masterclass routing, um, and Insane. it fell into the right hands. Thankfully, finally, um, you know, I think there's a couple of different people that wanted to buy it. And ultimately, uh, Kelly Miller and the Ross resorts group were, which I think it, were the right people to, to end Perfect up with, with that course, fit. right. With, with them owning yeah. the other two Ross courses right down the road. And, you know, what, what Kyle has been able to do to come into those properties and really revive them and, and, uh, I mean, the work that he did at Southern Pines might be the most dramatic out of out of the three, uh, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so it's, I, it's I wish I was awesome. able to play it before the reno, you know, just to see the yeah. change because it's so good now. It like like I, everybody, my buddy's going out there next week, I think, and he said, "Do you recommend anywhere else?" Because he said he was playing like four, two, and eight, I think, or something. Mm -hmm. I said, "You cannot miss Southern Pines." Yeah. Yeah, Cliff. Yeah, you could you could lay that course out 250 times and not come up with a better routing than it currently is. Yeah, it's it's you know? it's it's unreal. It really is, and and uh, so that, I mean that and that was one where you know they were redoing that um, right as I was as the account was really starting to get steam, and I was able to get down there and take pictures of it when it just opened, and and you know that was really cool experience to be able to kind of put that on display. You know, being so close, I was just able to go down there and. and just get out there one night and took some pictures and, and they were some of the first ones that ended up going out. So, 
Um, awesome. But we, but yeah, they're, they're, they're putting a putting course in too. They're putting they are. money in that place. They are. Yep. They're putting, a, I, I'm sure a new clubhouse eventually will come. Although I don't know if that's been yeah. formally uh, announced yet, but I'm sure that's in the plans at some point, but the putting course is there. Um, I'm sure some, some lodges of some sort will be available at some point. So yeah, it's a pretty cool, uh, thing that they're building over there. And I know, um, there's another nine holes potentially. Yeah. Uh, are they going to do it? Do you know anything about it? I, I don't I don't think there's any development plans whatsoever to touch those right now um, that that property right now but you know just the fact that it's there I, I don't think that um, that that ownership group would dare do anything to necessarily get like build over that right now you know I mean I think right. they they have way too much respect for Donald Ross's uh, legacy and history that I think they may just kind of see what happens with that and it wouldn't be a bad idea yeah, considering. We... Yeah, totally not. No, it'd be a great idea. It's already there. It's already cleared for the most part. Exactly. When we so. were um, when we were in the clubhouse, I was like, because they're clearing all those trees in the in the big little lake there. Yeah. I, I talked to the guy at the desk, and um, I was like, "What are you guys doing down there? That would, looks like a really good spot for like a little short course or something like that." And he started laughing, and he's like, "I can't disclose everything to you." <laughs> so they're definitely putting a lot of stuff into that place, and. It, that's uh that's an everydayer for me i could play that place every day yeah it's i think it's a, it's a it's a balance between the difficulty level of mid pines and, and pine needles um uh, but it's it's it, it's you can get after it um i think a little bit easier than you can mid pines um but some of the greens out there are just wild i mean the the, the slopes and uh, you know from when i heard kyle talking uh, kyle france um talking a little bit with with uh, andy johnson from the fried egg on one of the podcasts that they did together mm -hmm. recently he was talking about that they tr he tried to model the re that restoration more after you know ross's earlier work which was he was younger when he was a little bit more aggressive a little bit more brazen old with some of his, his contouring and his shapes and i think you really see that in the green complexes over there because some of them are just like I mean, humped up, like you'd almost see it tobacco, <laughs> tobacco yeah. road. And Big then, time. you know, you don't necessarily see that at, at pine needles, um, you know, what, which was something he did a little bit later on in life. So, um, yeah, it, it, that was my first time playing any Donald Ross out there. I mean, being on the West coast, we don't have Donald Ross out here, you know, it's just yeah. something that's not yeah. abundant like it is out there. Yeah. He didn't make but, it you out. Know, we, no, we, I mean, there's one we just in kept Cali. finding there I'm sure there's yeah. probably one or two maybe but we kept finding ourselves just we just started saying like we got Donnie we got Rost because you know that those false fronts are really tricky they're on most of those greens out there yeah. and the turtlebacks it's just it's like pine needles the, those greens out there at pine needles I the turtleback crazy like my first shot into the green it just I thought it was good and it just hit the corner and it just bounced right and I was in the bunker yeah i mean that's that's to a t i was just down there this this past weekend and we, we played pine needles again and i think i've decided i think pine needles is my favorite course to play as far as like of the three to not not visually like you know with blinders on just to play the golf i think it's the easiest for for, for my game at least there's there's space out yeah, there it's a bit more wide open yeah there's space um uh, mid pines the hardest for sure i mean i, I it's that course i'd never play well there um, but I'm always walking around with my jaw on the floor because it's so the back nine is like totally. incredible. Um, so good, you know, so it, it, that place is awesome. And then, and then Southern Pines is obviously just kind of a hybrid of the two, maybe a, 
maybe even like a mid pines on steroids, if you will, visually. Um, yeah. So, but there, there's when we lucky. played pine needles, I did not expect to enjoy that course as much as I did. Um, it gave me some like Tom Fazio vibes. It gave me some like um, Pine Valley vibes, even though I've never played Pine Valley and I probably will never will, but it gave yeah, me some vibes out there. Yeah. I mean, if anybody's got a hookup, let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it gave me, it was, it was our second round of the day. A lot of the times on golf trips, you know, on your second round of the day, you're, you, you've had a few beers yep. and it's kind of like the funner round. And I think pine needles fit that so perfectly. Like, you know, we were all just having a good time. We played like a shamble between us. You know, we all put like 10 bucks in and just kind of really enjoyed it. We switched teammates every six holes and yeah. it was the perfect second 18 for the day. And it was, and that it was back, a blast. I didn't, that I, back nine. I mean, oh. it, once you get back into half 10, like, I mean, 10 is phenomenal as you go around the par five and then you get back into that pocket, that back corner of the golf course. And it's just, mm-hmm. there's no houses really between like, 11 and 15 and it's just it's it's awesome back there i think it's one of the best prop parts of any of the three properties that they have uh for sure yeah, it's it's great i loved that place yeah and i didn't expect to which was even better you know <laughs> yeah it, 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 so have you played go ahead okay go ahead no no, no. okay uh, have you played all the courses at the pine horse resort uh, at the resort itself no no um i've played uh let's see two three four eight and nine in the cradle so uh missing a couple in there but so we're 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 making our way down the list but um so it does is two is the hype real for two is it the hype is real um it's it's really it's it's awesome i mean if you're a donald ross fan and you know um you're into the Pinehurst thing. I mean, it's, we did it as a package. We, I, I did it this past Labor Day with, with some friends and, you know, this no free ads. I mean, we paid full freight. I, you know, didn't do anything like that. So um, we paid two, two, four and eight and then did the cradle. And, you know, I would say like, if I was to go pay $500 to play Pinehurst number two in and of itself for a one day experience, you know, would I, would it be worth it? Maybe. Um, but when you connect it with the whole weekend, staying there at the resort, getting a chance to do the cradle before and after one of the rounds, doing the thistle do, having the you know dinners at the the, the brewery down there, and just getting to play all yeah. those golf courses and that whole experience, um, it, it's absolutely worth it. Um, and that, I mean, that it's Ross literally package, like you're walking back in history. Like it yeah. is the cradle of American golf. It's like everything started there for the most part. Yeah. Exactly. And you talked about no laying up and like the, the tourist saw season. I mean, we basically, I followed exactly what they did. We did three, then two, then four. And then we've closed with eight of the last day, which had just reopened from the renovation. They did um, like literally that same week, uh, which was, which was really cool. So, uh, but it, it's worth it. I mean, two is hard as hell, man. And especially if you're not, yeah, kick your if you're, you know, I mean, I'm a mid, mid handicapper. I mean, I sit, you know, anywhere, between a 10 and a 14 depending on time of the year right and um it's you know it, i i struggled to break 100 on that golf course i'm not gonna lie and wow. you know it, it it was very difficult um you know i played the ocean course recently and i thought that was definitely more manageable for my game than it was uh finers number two because you know wow. off the tee it's 
you don't have to hit the fairway. You can be into those sandy areas and you can still, you, you, but it's that second shot, man. And you just, it gets harder as you get closer to the greens. And that is a bad thing. <laughs> Whereas, yeah. you know, some other golf courses, like you get to the green, you might feel a little safer. Um, no, that's not the case there. I mean, you can hit a lot of greens, but like you say, your balls just don't necessarily stay yeah. on them. And I think uh, having played, you know, some of the other, Ross championship course in the area and pine needles and, and, and even mid pines being a, a tough players course, the greens at number two are, are just on a different level than what you see at those places. Um, I believe it for sure. It's there. Some of them are just like, these are crazy. <laughs> Did you get a chance to play it before the renovation? Number two. Yeah. No, no. I, I, I moved down here in 2015, and I think they did that in 2010, okay. so I never got a chance to do it. Yeah. But um, looking at old photos, um, you know, it, it, you can't believe that it even got to the point of looking like that. Yeah. It's, I was, we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. The, I was watching one of the Shell Wonderful World of Golf, and they had it there. And it, it just, it's so weird seeing that, that way compared to how it is now wall-to-wall grass right the pop bunkers yeah just it was really strange (laughs) yeah yeah i definitely gotta get get back out there and do two and four for sure yeah it's it four was i mean you'll shoot 10 i I think i shot 10 shots better on four than i did on two um, the next days and it's just a more uh, i mean you don't have to have your guard you know up at all times i mean every shot leaving over the ball on two i was like stressed out you know uh it was not it was not like that on four it was a little bit more manageable um the greens don't just completely throw balls off them as soon as you hit them and, and you know they kind of funnel things on a little bit more so uh but it's just yeah, overall they, they treat you so well over there i mean it's just a great experience so i i recommend definitely you know people going doing that uh that trip and don't look at the bill at the end. Just know that you had a good time. <laughs> yeah. Shout out our buddies, uh, Birdies and Bourbon. They just had um, the GM from number eight on to their podcast. I think it dropped today, which was a great listen. Um, number eight's doing great things over there. Original Tom Fazio, yeah. the Centennial course, um, built it after 100 years of Pinehurst. And and that that podcast really had me wanting to go play eight because it sounds like the way he made, portrayed it is it's like it's like a funner Pinehurst experience. Like it's like the one you can go out, hang with your buddies and just like enjoy like, like pine needles, like how we had that experience at pine needles. And that's how he made it sound. So it's definitely like go back, do four, two and eight. It's definitely a private course for the day feel, right? Cause you're off campus. Um, you know, there's nothing else over there. There's no houses. Um, it's got a little water on it. It's got a little bit of a different feel than some of the other Pinehurst courses. And the renovation they just did, I mean, they didn't change any routing wise or, you know, uh, I don't think they even expanded any greens or anything like that, but they just really crispened up the bunkers. I think they did change the grass on the greens, uh, went to, uh, yeah, I think you did mention that. Yep. Yeah. I think they did do that. I, I know they were notoriously like ridiculously fast, um, before this and mm-hmm. now that they were still very fast, but, uh, you know, I think they were, um, <laughs> something changed there but uh, the bunkers that they redid were they, i mean the place looked like like augusta when it opened it was like the perfectly crisp there wasn't a piece of sand out of place i mean it was really mm-hmm. nice uh nice fazio design for sure yeah he mentioned that it's kind of like the perfect blend of like ross and fazio and you know everybody that's put their touches on pinehurst 
um and it's just like a perfect blend so that really got me excited to get out there and definitely got to go back and play that yeah no def- i i recommend people go to eight for sure uh, two four and eight if, you, if you're we gonna s- do it yeah we stayed on um pinehurst number six uh i think our our cabin or whatever was on hole 13 and we we were wasted by this time but after we played one day we went out and played number 13 and just chunking it all over the place that was fun but i do want to play six too like there, there's so much golf out there it's insane man yeah it's, and it's know, like too much talamore and mid-south are also great properties uh yeah great you know uh, other other resorts that are right there i mean mid-south is like a low-key one of my favorite courses down there i mean it's it's different than a lot of the other courses it's got a lot more water it's an arnold palmer design a lot of mounding and um got some double green uh situation going on it's 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 a lot of fun um that course it's and it's definitely different than than a lot of the other pioneers courses talamore's great um so there's so much good offerings down there yeah and they just put that um what foresight range in it yeah that we were gonna go play talamore but then you you threw out so so pines and thankfully listen to your advice <laughs> yeah and again i mean tal go back and play talmore next time you go because that's, that's yeah. a great course and, and they've got they're doing so much over there too like shout out to those guys because uh with the with the top tracer range like you mentioned they put in and they also put in a putting course um and so i think oh, really? i think what's you know obviously with what pinehurst has been able to build over there has been uh, noticeable for, for the other courses in the area saying like People are playing golf here and then yeah. they're going to the resort after to do the cradle, to do the thistle, do to, to drink, to hang out. How do we keep people on property, you know, after they're done playing 18 uh, and not right. going over to you know, basically us siphoning money right to the, into the resort. Yeah. And I get that. Um, and it's creating a, it's creating a loyal customer base because you most likely don't have enough time to check everything off the list. So you're coming back. And you're going to enjoy it again and then you got to come back exactly you know, it's just exactly evolving yeah it you know, is we were talking about because we all went down there for our birthday we were like we should probably do this every year for our birthday you know yeah and you know i've got buddies who we just did the piners trip with that are, are you know not necessarily guys that i would expect to want to do it uh, the same trip over and over again every year and they're all like we got to do pinehurst again next year and we live in raleigh so it's not like we're even going like you know I mean, it's not like it, <laughs> right, we can right. go there anytime. So it's like, and you already want to do that. So, I mean, that just shows <laughs> yeah. how, you know, and, and this, these are two of them were guys that were like skeptical about doing it in the first place. So it was, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely yeah. worth it. And I, I recommend people doing experience. it and splitting it all up and going, you know, don't just stay at the resort or don't just do mid pines or, you know, go, go check stuff out and spread, spread yourself yeah. around. So. Totally. And eat breakfast at the Pinehurst Track Restaurant. That place is so good. (laughs) (laughs) Cheapest, best breakfast ever. It reminds me of home because it's a New York guy who owns it. it, Yeah, the cooking's phenomenal there. You can't go wrong. Yeah, that place is awesome. I mean, there's no... So what is... Let's go with your your favorite course to play in the area and your favorite course to shoot. Um, Okay, so... This changes, I will say, uh, depending on the time of the year, how I'm feeling and my mood. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> shout out to not the people I'm going to mention right now because it may change uh, in two months. But I'd say my favorite course to play right now um, would be. Uh, all right, let's say let's start to shoot. I, I, my favorite course to shoot consistently is Tobacco Road. Um, just be. Yeah, it's just 
there's always some crazy you shots. Just be super to be creative. Yeah. And, and like, there's also, I love shooting it because it's been shot so many times by myself and other people that the same picture has been taken a lot. And I like trying to mm -hmm. find ones that haven't been taken um, new right. angles and stuff that, you know, people are like, I, you know, people will message me and be like, I just stared at that photo for 60 seconds trying to figure out what <laughs> hole that was. And I played the course 10 times. And I'm like, I did that today. I, I did that today. I'm like, what hole was that? And I was like, oh, shit, that's that part. Three, yeah, number, I three and I love that was. because it's like it makes people think. And 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 so so yeah, tobacco is, is probably my favorite to shoot um, and to play. I'm going to go ahead and just give a, a shout out to my my home course, my local John uh, Lonnie Poole. Uh, which is Ooh, NC State yeah. University's course. Um, yeah. So yeah, I uh, I love that place. It's it's right here in Raleigh. I call it the the People's Muni. Uh, I guess it's, it's, <laughs> it's not a Muni. It's not a Muni, but um, it's it's a public course that's a really really nice public course. We're so grateful to have it right downtown Raleigh. Um, you know, really close to everything, accessible and. You know, if you don't want to pay $750 plus for a country club membership, like most of them are here a month, um, you know, that's a, a phenomenal option. So I love playing that course. I never get sick of it. And, uh, you know, I, I have to shout it out as, as my current favorite. But, you know, any of the ones that we've talked about today uh, could easily jump into that spot at any given time. So I had I had quite a, a, a good time at Pine Needles this weekend. So that could be. Do you have too. a. Uh... Do you have a, a place that you're it's on your bucket list to shoot that you haven't yet? Um, in, in North Carolina, maybe, or maybe, yeah, uh, yeah, we can keep it, we can keep it uh, in your region. And then if you want yeah, to do North Carolina, and then your number to. one spot you want to go to after like travel wise, yeah, I'd say North Carolina. I mean, some of the you know, most of the public courses I've been fortunate enough to shoot and kind of make my way into just because whether I've either talked to them or I've just shown up and started taking pictures. Uh, but there's some private courses that I'd love to get, you know, access to either playing or shooting at some point. And, you know, one of those would be, I think old town club out in, um, out in uh, Greensboro area, uh, Winston Salem. Sorry. Uh, it's a uh, Perry Maxwell course that Corin Crenshaw redid a couple of years ago. And um, it's supposed to be phenomenal spot. Um, so uh, that would be one I'd love to shoot at. And, um, maybe even, uh, dormy club. I, I did a little bit this, this yeah. past year, um, down there with, uh, I played around and, and got like a 10 minute flight in with some quick photos, no video, but I'd love to get into that course with the drone, um, in a couple hours with free rain and, and try to, um, uh, do some stuff because I think that's a, a gorgeous course. So, yeah, um, for sure. So, and then, um, Outside of uh, outside of North Carolina, I would say. I mean, I I, I really want to get to Bandon. I mean, that's obviously yes, on the list of I was like everybody going to say. <laughs> um, but that's not going to happen this year, I don't think. Um, some of the stuff that we've got set up this year, we're going to Rams Hill in a couple months or yeah. in, in, in March. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully hitting a couple other courses in Southern California. There, I'm going to be there for work and. Um, I'm going to try to do some, some stuff in the Newport beach area and see what we can see what we can do. So, um, Wisconsin's on the list though as well. And yep. what they're doing down Michigan. In, uh, in Michigan. Yeah. Michigan. Yeah, Nebraska. I just, I mean, exactly. gosh, there's so many places that are shout out to Cabot too. And what they're doing down in Florida. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah Franz is doing yeah. some down there too. Yeah, he is. He is. He's, um, and, and 
and Mike Nizzo, and, and they they're doing some pretty crazy stuff. Those renderings that they've been putting out are just look insane. Amazing. I mean, so I crazy. I shudder to think about the maintenance to keep those bunkers up <laughs> after a rainstorm. But um, yeah, yeah it looks wild. And I, I actually went down to Worldwoods like a couple months before it closed because I just oh, I, I, I heard I such down there. Yeah, I heard such great things about the place, and uh, you know, I I like Tom Fazio's designs a lot. He takes a lot of a flack from a lot of people, but I I personally like a lot of his courses, and um, so I wanted to I go love check those Tom out. Fazio. Yeah, I so do I. So, um, but I wanted to check those out. I heard a lot of things about Pine Barrens and knowing Tobacco Road. I just I saw pictures. I was like, I got to go check this place out, and uh, it was awesome. And I was kind of bummed out that they were going to rip it up and start over but then i you know kind of find out kyle was going to be involved and knowing him and the work that he's done you know regionally here i was like man that's that's going to be a really good fit so um mm -hmm. i'm sure what they're gonna they're gonna come out with is going to be pretty awesome it's yeah, not going to be 65 70 dollars again though to go out and <laughs> do a loop there, so. yeah it's, it's going to be abandoned prices or something like that you know are are you surprised the getting into aerial photography of golf courses how much of a architect nerd you become yes i've become such an architect nerd and i hope i never become a architect snob because you know but, <laughs> but no it's it's uh it's definitely something that i've i don't know if they go hand in hand or what but i've definitely taken a huge um attraction to to understanding the background of different architects and and their styles and um, you know, I think, you know, resources that are out there like the fried egg and that really lean into some of that information and, and make it available only right, helps best, man. foster that so addiction good. and that curiosity. I mean, Andy, Andy, I feel like is, is he's like the sicko that's in all of us with, with yeah, some of this stuff 100%. sometimes and you can totally resonate with it. So I laugh watching his stuff sometimes just cause I'm like, <laughs> man, I'm like you and I think very similar, but yeah, no, I, just, I definitely I, become thinking... a huge nerd. All your editing, because you see you, you're doing a lot of editing of courses from the air. And so I'm sure you you get a much different perspective than I mean, everybody watches YouTube videos and watches Instagram and sees them. But I mean, you're like, that's your job with this is you're you're editing those aerial footages. So I you probably get to you probably notice things and see things that other people don't just casually watching a video. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I notice things about the courses that sometimes I may, you don't ne necessarily see on the first first pass and, and things like that. And but but it has caused me to take a, a more interest in architecture itself and, and understanding, you know, guys like Seth Rayner and, and C.B. McDonald and Perry Maxwell and got, you know, be going beyond the Donald Ross tree, um, because around here, I mean, everything's Ross, but, you know, going digging deep, I mean, Pete, what Pete Dye's done, even some of the later uh, guys, like I mean, obviously Mike Strantz. Um, there's just been such a different style to a lot of uh, all, and, and and each one is unique and you can kind of pick out and, and totally mm -hmm. see how everything's different. So it's it's fascinating. And I'd say the one architect that I haven't gotten a chance to play any of his courses yet that I want to the most would be Rainer for sure. Um, yeah. His, his designs, there's something about the symmetry that the way he sets up his courses and his bunkering and the square greens and the shapes and everything. Mm -hmm. It just, it looks incredible. And it's a shame that most of his properties are super, super high end private, but maybe someday. Well, luckily we're getting, we're getting a restore of a uh, lookout mountain. I mean, that's private, but I feel like it's attainable at some point, you know, like, yeah, yeah, you're sick. right. 
Yeah, that's going to be really that's going to be really cool. There is a public rainer up in New Jersey called Rock Spring um, that's available okay. that you can go play. So that's one of the ones that, that that's there. And then um, and then there's you I know, just, country. Uh, I just not uh, country club Charleston, but the I, I reshared a picture of the what Gil Hans did at Sleepy Hollow. It just unbelievable, you know what these guys are doing nowadays. So I, yeah, I it's the the re, the redesigns have like taken a whole new life. Yeah, it's yeah. become the. I mean, it's become most of what they're doing in terms of of work, whether it's a restoration or a renovation or restivation or whatever they want to call it. <laughs> these hybrid stuff, but yeah, there's there's there there's plenty of work right now in the business. It seems and. It's really cool. It seems like there's a lot of collaboration too between uh, a lot of designers. I mean, Kyle France seems to be working with a bunch of different guys on a lot of different projects. You know, they've got guys coming in who are really good at routings, but you know, they've got other guys who know how to shape incredibly well or know how mm-hmm. to do bunkers really well or you know, really good with green shaping. And and um, you'll see guys kind of jumping and working for other guys and moving around. So it seems like it's a really collaborative industry. Um, super yeah, cool. I mean, so. those shapers jump around, you know, like they're, they're looking for work. And I mean, the stuff King Collins is doing too. It's like, oh, Land Man. Yeah. I want to get to Land Man. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Red Feather. What's they're doing another one. They just announced it the other day, I think. In, in, um, in Nashville. Area. Yeah. yeah outside Nashville. of Nashville. The property looks incredible, but that, that Land Man looks just insane. Looks he massive. did a course, <laughs> uh, back where I grew up, up in upstate New York. He did a course that I played this summer called Innis. It's a, supposed to be the sister course to to sweeten's cove um it's oh, okay. a nine hole oh, yeah i've heard you of know, it yeah yeah it, and it was like i mean it was one of the most fun days i've ever had on a golf course we played 45 holes i think there were 18 people on site the whole day um oh, wow. it was it That's was like awesome. i've never been to ireland but it was what i imagined fast and firm to be like like it was rock hard i mean yeah rock hard <laughs> um which was a ton of fun the ball would just roll forever everything was short grass wall to wall i mean there's no yeah. rough anywhere in the course um you know so it, it's a yeah yeah exactly you know it was something yeah. like that so it was a ton of fun um, what's your thoughts but, on the um you know fried egg just did it with uh rob um on that pinehurst situation yeah, so I didn't listen to the full um, second half of that of what happened mm-hmm. with you know why it didn't end up going forward. I mean, I thought that the idea of the course was super, super creative. It's awesome. Um, I mean, like that guy is—they're pushing the limits right now in terms of the maximalism side of things, and I think it's totally. it's filling a void that's needed because there's a lot of minimalism happening, and mm-hmm. you know maybe it's not the most. I heard Andy Johnson talking about it on their latest podcast. Maybe it's not the most sustainable thing for golf in terms of, uh, you know, being able to manage that uh, from an agronomic perspective long-term. But I mean, you know, I mean, you have guys like Mike Strantz, we're doing stuff like that and we're all fawning over his courses today, like right. crazy, you know? So I, I think there is a, there's a space, as long as it's not happening everywhere. I think, if, right. you know, if he's able to capture in that nation, it's not being copied by a, a bunch of people, then I think it's totally, there's a market for it without a doubt. Yeah, I think it'd be incredible for them to do it. I hope they do. Uh, yeah. I'd like to see them get get some more stuff uh, in our area for sure. Um, but right. he's a super down to earth guy. I mean, he, he's, you know, reposted some of my stuff on his account when I re- yeah. posted stuff on Anis. And yeah, so Rob, Rob seems like a great guy. Yeah. All right, let's hear a uh, a, a drone story that uh, will give everybody a chuckle. I'm sure you've got a couple. 
Oh man, a drone story that sheesh. Um, well, I mean, I guess I could tell the story about when I first got it. I mean, um, the first drone I ever got, I it's the only one I ever didn't come back with. Um, but I decided to take it up to, uh, I have a, a boat on a lake about 25 minutes north of where I live and it snowed in Raleigh. I got it in the winter and it snowed, um, that weekend. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go up there and fly the drone over the Marina and, you know, in the snow, it usually doesn't snow down here. It'll be, it'll be cool to look at. Um, and I, I did it and it was fine. And, you know, it was my, one of my first flights, but I, you know, got the footage and was happy. Spent about 45 minutes and got out of there. I was like, God, oh, this is good. So driving home and um, I passed by my golf course and I said, oh, why don't I just pull in and, and just get one shot of one of these fairways and it'd be pretty cool with the snow on it and the bunkers and, you know, what, what, you know, what what's the worst that could happen? Well, what's the worst that could happen was I could <laughs> fly into a tree 15 seconds after taking off and crashing my new drone 48 hours after I'd taken it out of the box. Um, so, and, in you know, I, I didn't have a line of sight on it. I was looking at the screen. I mean, it was, it was right. It was a hundred feet away. I just wasn't looking at it and I was going up and away and I was inexperienced and it hit a pine tree and I just all of a sudden saw it on the screen, tumbling, 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 <laughs> boom. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, no, not great, but uh, they have insurance on these things, which is uh, a must do if you buy a drone. And uh, oh, thankfully DJ had a, yeah, they had it back to me within like two weeks and you know, it's like a $50 fee uh, for them to replace it. So it's, if you have insurance. Yeah. So, so uh, fortunately that's like the most intense, like uh, drone story I have. I try to stay pretty low key when I'm flying those things. So, so you learn uh, from that experience. That's good. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And and we've upgraded the equipment now to have a little bit more obstacle avoidance uh, technology to help me out um, in those situations as well. Uh, autopilot but, but yeah <laughs> actually the new drone i have does have does have autopilot it's wow. uh, a new feature which is super helpful when you're in you know trying to film like a you know a certain move going around a green or something and you just early morning got the shakes you know on the sticks <laughs> and now you can just throw on the autopilot and whatever move you're doing and it will hold that pattern um, which is pretty cool. So I'm nerding out on okay. photographer drone language right now, but uh, technology, no. man, it's crazy. Wait, so if, if somebody wanted to get into it and you know, they're not, I I'm one of those guys that I, I like with the podcast, we, we started off with just a little handheld recorder and then, you know, Oh, we need better sound. Oh, we need better microphones. We need better, you know, uh, processors, everything. It, so it just, you know, it snowballs. Mm -hmm. So for somebody for starting sure. out with drones, where would you suggest that they start out to where they're going to get the quality that they're looking for, but they're not going to, you know, bankrupt themselves? Yeah, no, definitely. So DJI is like, is the leader. They're the Apple, I'd say of, of drone, the drone world. I mean, they're, they're the, the standard. Um, I've only used their drones. I'm on my third one now uh, from them. They make a product called the Mini, um, the DJI Mini. I think that now they're on the Mini 3. Uh, I started with the Mini 2. Um, they're under 250 grams, so you don't need a commercial license um, to operate it uh, if you're going to do it recreationally. Um, so it's a great starter drone. Um, they have the, the newer ones now, I think, are in a price point between, I think you can buy the two for around like 
five hundred dollars. Uh, maybe the the three is around seven fifty, but it's got some new features in it, like obstacle avoidance, which comes in handy for a new drone <laughs> user, as I just told you. Um, so you know things like that. But um, those are great entry level drones, and and they take incredible incredible footage. Um, they may be entry level in terms of what they are, what they offer in their lineup, but they are not entry level in terms of what they can do. Um, in, in terms of the quality of, of stuff that they can produce and, and, and whatnot. So, um, do you, do you yeah. uh, buy them directly from their site or do you go through a vendor? Yeah, I, I typically have go through Best Buy just cause I have one right down the road from my house and, um, it's a dangerous thing. Um, <laughs> so no, well, that's I, good to I, know. I mean, I've it's, it's not them. cause I, I, B&H photography is like huge, you know, online place where people go, but it's, I mean, knowing that you can go to Best Buy and get, get it as, pretty uh that's good to know yeah the, yeah they have it and it's price competitive from what i've seen against everywhere else you know it's pretty standard on the pricing i haven't seen them vary anywhere else and they haven't been stock and they've always got batteries and everything i need so to have it right there it's, it's pretty nice yeah um, i want to get one but i'm afraid that if i'm going to get one and then six months from now i'm going to have a, a full helicopter pad on my roof <laughs> It's it is addicting, man. It's I mean, like I said, I'm on my third one. I, I've upgraded every year. Uh, I've just wanted to, you know. I mean, they put out new. I mean, they they do put out drones a little bit too much. DJI, if that's my only thing, I wish they would chill a little bit because they put a new one out, and you're like, oh, I got to get that. Hey, golf clubs but, too. The same thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's totally not. I mean, I've hit a point now where I can use the one I have for for a couple of years. Like, I definitely don't need to to get a new one after this because it's. I'm not good enough to, to maximize the quality that th this thing will be able to put out. So, um, but you know, so that I'd say what the DJI mini is a great uh, entry level drone. You can get the two now, I think for a pretty, for a really reasonable price and just get the insurance. I would recommend anybody just get the insurance uh, because then you can fly pretty much worry-free. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Joe, you got uh, anything else? I think he's frozen. Did we lose Joe? We lost Joe. Oh, here he is. There you that go. Was back in the mix. Welcome back. Just like my computer screen just like went pink. Pixelated yeah, you had, a, and just... you had a pretty cheesy shitty and green on your face. So, <laughs> 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 uh, no, we were just. Uh, what you? What you? Uh, last thing you hear? What do you hear? Last? Best Buy something. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So we were going over some uh, entry level drone pricing and and where to start. So, yeah. um, you got anything else, Joe? We're we're about to hit that hour mark. And yeah, man, I don't think so. Um, yeah, Carolina Plans Golf, man. Uh, check them out. Uh, offers prints. I'm gonna need to get a print at some point. Um, but check them out. Anything, anything you got? Anything um, you want to send people to or anything like that? Anything upcoming? Let them know. Not really. I, you know, just kind of keeping it uh, as we have, slow and steady. And uh, you know, we'll be obviously getting fired up for the content season here once the the, the winter breaks over the next couple of days, and um, you know, more stuff to come this year. And and uh, I just again appreciate all the support from you guys and having me on, and and um, you know, for 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 highlighting the the work and and all the good feedback. So. Um, are you are you just yeah. on Instagram or do you have a YouTube channel as well? I do have a YouTube channel that I just started recently. Um, it's I think it has like maybe thirteen followers right now. So hey, um, right on, we're right there with you. It's new, so we'll <laughs> we'll plug that. Um, 
I'm going to definitely try to build that out more this year with, with some longer content and um, maybe a little bit of storytelling and um, some stuff on, on a little behind the scenes on how courses get set up and things like that. So just got to, awesome. got to find the time, got lots of ideas, yeah. but uh, yeah, stay tuned to that and, and uh, our regular Instagram channel for, uh, for what's to come. All right. On. Thank you. Hey, Billy, thanks so much for joining us, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, love hearing your background story and, and uh, looking forward to see what uh, you got coming down the pipes. Definitely, guys. And I'll be sure to let you guys know when I, when I head out your way. We'll have to yes, please gather and place yeah. Absolutely. Most definitely. All right, Matt and Joe. Appreciate it. Take care, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, man. Later. Later.